Did you just fade out? We did fade that out. That was a good one. What the heck happened there? Fade to black. <laughs> I wish. We might have that one. We Matt, might have to have that on a future podcast. Matt's, all of his uh, team names for CrossFit events are... Song names. Song names. So. Was that was even flow a song? Oh come on, Teddy. Oh Damn. no, I'm not even going to say the band. I know. There's what? no way. What? Okay. Who, okay, both of you. Who names? Nah, you don't. Teddy, who's the band? <laughs> Dave Matthews Band. Definitely. Not. <laughs> right. Pearl Jam. Who is it? Oh, oh I should. Okay. That, well, actually, I was. I know like every Dave Matthews Band song, so I know it wasn't them. But Pearl Jam is pretty close. Like Dave, Dave Matthews, Matthews band. band and Pearl Jam. In like no. fish, that's like the Venn no. diagram of '90s rock. Maybe, but they're, but they're like sound. You're is not going to see them touring. Definitely anytime. different. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But like that's like Together. there's a lot of people that <laughs> like not. a lot of people that like Dave Matthews Band, like. Pearl Jam. You got a better chance of getting Dave Matthews and Fish together than I think Pearl Jam with anyone. I would agree with that. Eddie Vedder likes the stage too much. Center stage. It's just a different crowd. I would. I would agree with. There's a Venn diagram there though somewhere for sure. (laughs) Teddy's trying to make up a Venn diagram right now. (laughs) Ultimate fail in the guessing game. Now that's for sure. I won. How often do I get a song right when you ask me that already? Going in, coming into. Can I just revel in this moment for a minute because this never happens. Every time I'm always like, I don't know. Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> so yeah, but all all of them we've had like um, Fade to Black by Metallica. We've had Comfortably Numb by Pink Floyd. Even Flow by Pearl Jam. There's another one that I'm forgetting, but Ned always asked me, "Do you know who sings this song?" Growing oh my up, gosh, that's Matt. Growing up, every, always always every did song. it, and uh, because literally it became a running joke. It was. 75% of the time it was the Eagles because I think that's his very band <laughs> and so like it would be like you know I don't even know like Black Eyed Peas like some rap song and be like do you know who sings the song I'd be like the Eagles <laughs> that was the jam yeah, yeah. yeah so, we so like, a seven, yeah, the like I said a 75% chance you'd be right so you might as well just throw it out there yeah. well anyway we're not talking music today <laughs> we are talking uh, age groups and the changes between last year and this year because they just got announced and you know kind of my feelings your feelings everyone's feelings on uh, what it is and i think uh what it'll look like moving forward so what do we got there are primarily i, I don't even think primarily there just are two different age groups in the sense of teenagers and masters mm-hmm. correct correct mm-hmm. we have a master's athlete on this podcast as a host matt Dutman. we correct? do a master's athlete master's games athlete yes a games athlete correct <laughs> A games athlete in the Masters Division, 45 to 49. Um, so maybe we'll bias a little bit towards Masters than teens, but we'll discuss them both. They are, it's kind of like funny. It's the inverse problem. Like the older you get in your age division for Masters, it gets harder to qualify. Mm-hmm. Teenagers, the older you are in your age division, the easier it is to qualify. Like a true. S- seven, that's, yeah, yeah, that's very true. So maybe you'll get it that way for sure. Yeah. So I guess we need, let's assume the person listening you you and the headphones listening to us right now don't know the exact details of last season's rules and this season's rules and let's do a quick no more than five minute five minute time cap (laughs) overview of what the season looked like last year and then we'll do it this year so what was it like in 2021 for the masters uh so it was the the same as the teens and the masters so you can you can can encompass both there yes their season looked similar yeah, so the Masters, um, it, the last year was similar to how it's been really the past like five or six years. Um, they had the Open, and from the Open, the only difference this year was as a top 10% qualify, 
um, in each age group. So before it was the top 200 would qualify. Um, but this top 10% really got a lot more people involved. And it was a pretty cool um, experience. Like we had uh, another master's girl qualified, Courtney, um, from our gym who would have never made the top 200, but it was awesome to see her compete and challenge herself. Um, and she was into it because of that also. Oh, I for mean, sure. She, yeah. She went for it. Yeah. So she, uh, so they made the top 10%, which was in the online qualifier, which was the last, this first weekend in May. Yes. Um, I and then so. from there, the top 20 made it to the games, um, after video review, they made it to the games, uh, the end of July beginning. Well, your guys is where I guess to the end of July. Yeah. Age group um, online qual A G O Q age group online qualifier. Yeah, and so you know that was, seemed like a pretty good season. Like I said, it, it actually was cool that they had the top two hundred um, qualify or the top ten percent qualify into the um, quarterfinals for Masters, and I think it actually probably made the leaderboard a little more um, competitive. Uh, more scores were going in, and so the more people that were outliers were going to shake up the leaderboard a little bit more instead of just having. Because really, when you were in the top two hundred. I mean, 130 would maybe submit their scores because yeah. the other ones all knew they didn't have a chance. Um, so it made the pool smaller. Um, so that's kind of how this year, this past year was. But when they came out with the schedule for the uh, Masters and Teens this year, it looks a little different. So they'll have the Open, and from the Open, again, the top 10% will advance to um, the Masters, or I guess I should say the age group quarterfinals. Um, which will be the same this year. It'll be an online competition, um, and that'll be what weekend is that? Does it say? There's a cut. Depends on your age. No, for the the qualifier, it's the same for everyone, right? We'll just we'll just worry about the okay, just the general system. format. Sorry. Yeah. Nope. Good. Um, and so after that, from the top ten percent that do the quarterfinals, the top thirty this year will actually qualify for a semifinal, which kind of lines up with the individual and team competition. Um, but unfortunately their semifinals will be online. And so instead of being in person, like the individuals and teens, they will have an online competition with the top 30. And then from there, the top 10 from each division will actually make it to the game. So they're cutting, um, that, you know, number of people down from 20 to 10 this year. And they did that previously in the past, um, and I think, you know, really from a standpoint of everyone overall, they got feedback that people like the 20 better. Um, but we're going to see that 10 again this year uh, into the uh, games season for them. So that's the, yeah. would you say that's the biggest difference, Matt, is that, or um, maybe not biggest, but the most talked about difference, would that be going from 20 games athletes to 10 games athletes per age group? Is that the headline? Yes, uh, and another subject involved in that. You know, we're going from you know two years ago it was ten, or well three years ago I guess, but because they didn't include masters yeah. that last year. So three years ago, counting like the year that was the COVID. So twenty nineteen. It was it was ten again. It was twenty, then ten. Mm-hmm. We had COVID happen. We went back up to twenty. We're going back to time to ten. Mm-hmm. So two things. One, uh, people do not like that they're only taking ten. They want twenty. I, yes. That goes for the teens and most of the masters from the grumbling that I'm hearing from the folks that I know that are out there yep. that have qualified before many times. They they want 20. They also are kind of getting sick of the inconsistency. Like here we are again mm-hmm. with another change. So one positive change, there our season is lining up with the the individuals. So it's kind of neat that way, although we're online semifinals. We can talk about that in a second. But the feedback that I'm getting... And what I'm hearing from these folks out there is that 
it's just every year there's just con- there's you know the the one constant is change and it's maybe a big deal that's let let me pose this question is that is the reason that's such a big deal maybe because like in general like you making the games this year that's usually a multi-year process for an athlete mm-hmm. like it's the you know you can't just decide you're gonna make it this year so it's like man in five years i'm gonna make it you kind of plan a lot of like your life around it like chase ingram for example is like i turn 40 next year i think i'm gonna throw my hat back in the ring so mm-hmm. he, it's like the changing from 10 to 20 and not knowing just kind of like oh i don't know if i should really go for this game's goal of mine because yeah. who knows they might just change it and it might i might yeah. not make it. like that sort of is that there's a little bit of discouragement there i mean they're you know they're you know, you got guys that are dedicating a lot of their life and a lot of their time to doing this. And now they're like, you know, now there's only 10 spots where I can name more than 10 studs in my division. So I know that, you know, the the likelihood, you know, it's my mentality is, you know, there's two ways I could go about it. I could be like, oh, I'm going to grab one of those spots. But I look at these guys and they're multi-year, you know, top 10 finishers. And it's, it just kind of is, it's a little bit discouraging to know that it's going to be that much harder for me to grab a spot. And I think they feel, there's a lot of people that feel the same. Uh, I mean, if think of major league baseball, I think four, five, now I'm going to make myself look silly. I think four teams from each league make the playoffs, right? The three are in the wild card. Kind of, because they have the wild card. card, So technically five make the playoffs, but only four will make it out of the wild card. So, if there were 10 teams that made the playoffs, teams would literally act differently, do everything strategy wise, you know, draft mm-hmm. differently mm-hmm. versus if they're only five, five to yeah. 10, that's the same kind of increase, decrease, which I, I guess is there's tons of reasons why to get kind of, but not a fan of the cut to 10, but like, yeah. that's just as a sport. Um, it certainly changes everything and how you approach how many spots there are available well even it changes how like the games are scored because you know that was my next point (laughs) (laughs) so you know with having so the individuals have 40 athletes and how they do it you know their point scale slides so the top you know five people all are separated by five points so it's like 195 90 Um, and then after that the points start to um, be less of a gap between the places um and masters itself this year was they just were scored five points for every event Mm -hmm. and then so now what are you going to do score them 10 points for every event and i remember the year that um i don't remember maybe it was 2019 we were watching the masters and they were scoring them by 10 points and it was it's really hard to make a jump on the leaderboard i mean if you have two say there's seven events and um you do really well in five but you stink at two you're not a podium yeah you're like you're it, almost taken out of yeah contention and so from so they might change that a little bit there i don't know how they would do that I was gonna say, again hard. with 10 there's not a lot of options to apply points mm-hmm. differently you know you could have it a, a huge point for i know there's just really not a way to to make that I mean, the only way that would make it viable is like in that article that came out the other day about the sliding scale um, for the points. And that's really the only way to do it because, you know, you can be separated by, say, five seconds in an event. And if it's a sprint event, you could potentially get like fifth. And so instead of, you know, if you were even three seconds faster, you'd get second maybe. Right. And so from that standpoint, um, I mean, that's that's 30, 40 points. That five second difference is a huge thing yeah. and maybe someone else is you know maybe fourth place or you know sixth place then is you know 
20 seconds behind. How would you, how, how is only know. a 10 CrossFit point swing fair? CrossFit has not there? used that scale in the past, so they could, but yeah, I mean, we have to go on the assumption that they're not no, going to change, drastically that. change that the way that they score the games. I agree. I'm just throwing yeah. out a way that would I mean, make it a little more fair maybe, but the 10, I, that's my biggest I just downside. I just remember my, my friend Bob, billionaire Bob Jennings, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, he was, he, he did not didn't do very well in a couple of events and it just took a, it was just such an uphill battle um you know at that point i think i saw him one time he's like man i'm just trying not to get last place and so it's like mm-hmm. you know it's like he you know he did a couple of bad events and it immediately took him out of even being contention at the top so mm-hmm. you got to change your goals almost mid mid game so anyway it, yeah we don't know how the scoring is going to look but with 10 people it definitely makes it more difficult I, yeah. yeah i would agree i do think it's interesting if the, you get like a just an age division that has 10 like studs yeah. mm-hmm. anybody could win it actually does make for a bigger leaderboard but, yeah but we've never seen that actually materialize where it was a 10 person scoring system aka mm-hmm. the ranch in 2020 or 2019 it was like okay there there you could a hundred point swing just by 10 competitors but yeah. when fraser and noah are so much better than the rest of the field mm-hmm. there's no correct there's no, no which usually is what happens so well here's the other point um i like last year's better i like the top 10% because mm-hmm. it, it allows us to maybe stay off the, thro- the full throttle through the open, you know, instead yeah. of going absolutely like crack it open and go a hundred miles an hour. But that's the same this year, right? No. No, it is the same this it's, year. It's, well, but... no, so I mean, well, I mean, no, it, that's what I'm saying. I like the 10% because it allows you to do that rather than, you know, years past when it, when it was like the, you mm-hmm. had to get to the top 200. So I like that. We like that that's staying. Yep. Correct. Um, I don't necessarily like the change of getting added another semifinal. Two reasons. One, because it's it's online. So to me, boring. Mm -hmm. We don't get to go anywhere. We don't get to do it in front of fans. So it's it's boring. So it you know we're not twenty two anymore. You know we're not. You know the the teens might be able to do this, although they've got they've got other obligations too. They've got their parents that got to take them someplace Mm -hmm. to do this. But I mean, it's like we've got another. So we've got to not only do the open, then we've got to do this quarterfinal, and then we have to do the semifinal just to get to the games. I mean, we can't, you know, as magical as our bodies are right now as masters athletes, they are not like the 22-year-old people that are in the individual division. It's just just Mm -hmm. much more work. So I liked last year when I could go through the open. I did I did good enough in the online qualifier to, to luckily get me to the games, and then I was at the games with 20 people. I, I like that schedule better. Not that I totally dislike what they've got this year, the changes, um, but just kind of looking at it and thinking about it and knowing what my body's going to feel like after that, I like last year. So now the dates are important. Yeah, yeah so Let's that's what I was going to bring test. up. So um, the quarterfinals for the age group start April 21st. Um, and they, you know, just that weekend. But like Matt said, you're going to have to stay in the game a lot longer because um, the first semifinal for age groups is May 26th through 29th. So you only have a month. Um, and really, I mean, I remember how terrible you felt after quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were wrecked. And so you're going to need a couple, at least four to five days of easy movement before you can get back into it. But you need to be at full tilt again at the semifinals so you know these guys you know let's assume that these guys are fitter than me obviously because they did better than me at the games but i was you you said it i was wrecked Mm -hmm. 
after the online qualifier. Yeah. And I mean, I was wrecked at the games. I, I didn't feel mm-hmm. great. Neither do these guys, but I was just so that I was like, I don't care. I'm going to go there and do I mean, it's the CrossFit games. Are you kidding me? I'm going to yeah. go there and not complain a second about <laughs> that and do what I can do. But you know, I, I, I talked to Bob afterwards. He was beat up. He still is. It took me six months to get rid of the, the hip pain that I had from the yeah. online online qualifier. <laughs> and I still get, still feel, feel it when I start doing squats. So it's like, now I have to add another mm-hmm. two or three day semifinal, which is gonna be harder yeah. than the quarterfinals, which I kind of consider what's gonna mm-hmm. be like the old age group online qualifier. Yeah. Now semifinal, which is gonna be even harder. I mean, man, get the, get the ibuprofen out because it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna hurt. It's get the ambulance out for yeah. sure. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor asked the, yes, I love the stories. There's like, injuries oh. every day, every day. <laughs> every day, something. But okay, so back to my original point, you know, I don't I know. like to admit that, but we're just not, you know, well, I, I think I, I, I'm in better shape than, you know, a lot, of, a lot of my buddies out there because of this and, you know, the average person of my age, but you know, these are the facts of life. You know, we, mm-hmm. we put ourselves through a tremendous amount of stress and it, it, it hurts. And just looking at that. Man, I mean, I, I'm glad they lined everything up so you kind of know where everything's going, but it's, you know, is it necessarily viable moving forward? I mean, some, you could probably injure a couple of top, at the top athletes that wouldn't, that ultimately might not make the games because of the schedule. That Yeah. That is, that is, it's interesting that you bring that up because that is kind of part of, there's a, there's a line here, but that, that mm-hmm. is part of sports. Like every, yeah. every year there's going to be in the, um, you know, elite individual divisions there's going to be injuries and the teams there's going to be mm-hmm. th- like injuries so that is part of sports of, but at the same time there is a there is a line in the in the masters yeah. and teenagers you know we don't want to be too too dangerous yeah. i guess but well, it is what it is that's why they always have different workouts right i mean the only workout that was the same this year for really masters and teenagers to the individuals was the thruster wall walk workout mm-hmm. every other workout was different you know every other workout had a different um time domain and really a lot of your workouts were sprints you didn't really have a lot of longer time to, you had the run that's a whole nother the programming for the games for the masters yeah. is a whole nother conversation true but, very true but from a standpoint of mark that down teddy <laughs> um, but from episode. a standpoint of you know they, they're programming for the masters differently than they're programming for the yeah. individuals and so why i, I do well a complete group different group of people is programming yeah it's not Dave. that's that's true but what i'm saying is they're programming differently you're not doing the same volume you're not doing the same um skill level things like that as individuals like they had a you guys had handstand walks that you had to go unbroken they had a handstand obstacle course that they had to go over right um so things like that this the it's different levels of things so now that they're trying to keep everything else the same i, I understand your point of saying that you know having adding this extra level into it you guys are not the same athletes and they acknowledge that at the games and, but they're now making your season similar and adding more stress and strain to um, your body. So it's interesting for sure. It'd be interesting to see what, when the workouts do come out, because um, we talked about this before we came on the air, but Dave Castro did a podcast with Chase Ingram on the sport of CrossFit podcast that HQ puts on. And it was the topic they talked about was just the, date announcements for the overall season. So individual team, masters, teenagers, adaptive, et cetera. And the programming was a talking point of it. Like definitely Dave's like, yep, I realized that not everybody in the community loved that the workouts were so similar between individuals, teams, and masters. Like, but so that 
he implied that it's probably going to be tweaked going forward. That's a change they're going to make. So I think it'd be interesting to see if like, if the open is three workouts, the quarterfinals for masters maybe is like four workouts and the semifinals was five, like five, like scaling that back or changing the acts, leaving the events, Mm -hmm. but changing the programming. But I wouldn't be surprised if they significantly alter the programming and or number of events. Like how the last chance qualifier only had four for Mm -hmm. masters. Yeah. Okay. So, Intriguing. I mean, and I could see them doing something like having the individual quarterfinals workouts be what maybe the Masters semifinals workouts are. They could do something like that with the season. Yeah, um, maybe. And like Teddy said, you know, maybe, um, I mean, the Masters qualifier was tough. You guys, you were really, really sore. Yeah. Cor- I mean, Courtney was sore for like a week afterwards. Um, and it took, it takes a while. It, it takes a toll on your body and, um, I mean, as so it, maybe as it something should. like that. Yeah, but maybe they could, since it's not a direct inlet to the games this year, like it was last year. Maybe they yeah. will make the semifinals more similar to the individual guess, quarterfinals, yeah, and then make Masters quarterfinals not as intense, as aggressive. I mean, yeah. that's what made my point. I'm not saying, hey, then you take it easy on us and give us less work. That's not absolutely. I no. want, I want to get beat just like everybody else. But you know, if it's gonna if it's gonna be that hard in the in the in, you know like our quarterfinal and then it's i just envision it, it's like it can't be that same level of intensity it's got to be more in the mm-hmm. semifinals i'm like oh my gosh you know yeah. so if, if we back it off and we make the semifinals like the last year's games and then we make you know the semifinal like the quarterfinal we just mm-hmm. got to back it up a level i'm not you know physically mentally i'm ready for it but yeah. you know, physically <laughs> i'm not ready for that What's our future episode that I need to write down? Masters programming games versus... <laughs> the programming, yeah. Our programming versus the Gen Pop First individual uh, program. It's out there for sure. It's done. Um, Added. Um, you know, it, to, 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 Teddy, your point, you know, uh, Dave being on there, this is one, you know, this is one thing I kind of see when I look at like a 35,000 foot perspective of what we're looking at. And we kind of talked about this. Um, the teens, the masters, maybe... You know, and we got a future episode of with adaptive preview. Yeah. Coming out soon. Yeah. Well, he brought, uh, you, the point was, correct me if I'm wrong, was that maybe, you know, in the future, not, not any time frame, but that might be their own games at some point. Yes. That on Dave Castro said that the masters teenagers and adaptive was a smashing success. They loved it. They want to keep doing it. As of this year, it was a lot of, quote, stress on the system at the games, meaning that there was basically his staff, I'm just going to, I'm now paraphrasing, but his staff like was almost, it was too crazy going on. Wednesday was too much. And by the end of it, it like led to mistakes and maybe lack of production value, let's say on the broadcast, because the people working were so either worn out mm-hmm. or just like stretched yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. It's just, so that's, that's my point. I, and I see that I, I sympathize I, with them. I understand it. And it, it's unfortunate because I don't necessarily like that. Um, but it's, it's the facts of the case. You run a competition. There's only, there's only, you know, so many hours in a day. There's only so many hours in a week. You know, you can't fit adaptive team all the team divisions all the masters divisions all the individuals right. all the team to, and do and do all these 15 tests for all these people it's just, just it's impossible to do so i don't <laughs> Ooh, that was thank you Connor. um 
it's cat just, attack. You know, I, I don't like being on the receiving end of that, saying that, you know, we're now, because I know that we're not being chopped down to 10 because they think that that's the competition that we need. It's because they're going, they're going down to 10 because they need to, they Production. need a break for the staff. Logistics. Yeah. Cor- yeah, correct. Right. correct. So and it's not, you can't, you, just, you, don't, yeah. you can't argue, oh yeah, no, it was, it, you, we had too many people there that 19, you know, the 15 through 20 weren't competitive. No, you re- you simply ran out of time and I low on staff. So from, it's, I don't like being on the, the opposite end of that. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I mean, I can totally see how Wednesday for them was way too much production because they had so many individual events that they were trying to fit masters events around and all that kind of stuff. And maybe that's something that they need to look at too. And, um, you know, we as teams went on Thursday, the masters only had two events on Thursday. Um, but I'm, sh- we, uh, teams went all four days in a row yeah individuals get a break and i understand it is an individual you know workout it's a little bit different blah 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 um but you know maybe moving masters going monday tuesday wednesday and then individuals and teams going thursday through sunday i don't i mean that's only really one day they already have the whole thing set up on monday anyways um you know what i mean the stage and everything so I, i mean maybe they could do it that way where they don't have the overlap because i think from a standpoint of um there were a ton of people in the stands to watch the masters and teens and adaptive Absolutely. athletes. Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, almost as crowded as the regular days, which is really cool. Um, okay. Counterpoint. Yeah. There absolutely was a ton of people there, but mm-hmm. is that same crowd duplicated? If you do a separate event where oh, individuals yeah, no, and teams aren't there mm-hmm. and you do adaptive teens and masters, I don't think no, so. And I agree with you. That's why I'm saying, do you, like I'm all my, you know, in my viewpoint, it's like yeah. who the heck, who is watching? <laughs> you are me? so negative about this. Who's yes. who's coming to watch me work out? So it's like you know, a lot I, of people I want came more. To watch I know you it, 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 it astonished <laughs> me. I, I'm not like who's listening to this podcast, but then we get all these people that love this podcast. I love it, but it it just continues to astonish me. Um, so maybe I don't want to say it wouldn't work. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. I'm saying. Number one, I want to be with the individuals and teams and all that stuff. I, I'm yeah. just saying, hey, I yes. want to be on that bigger stage. Yes. Is that stage as big if we do our own event? There's I no way. I think so. No. Yeah, just can't. no, and that's, I mean, that's what I was saying. Maybe go earlier in the week, but I do understand what you're saying, yeah. that those people might not all arrive at the same time then. Um, but it might be a way to keep it, the event together. Yeah. And you'll still have, I would think. I don't, it's a, a, and I you don't know. mean to be negative on it. I'm just like, if you look at the facts, it's yeah. like, Oh yeah. I mean, there, there's, 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 there is some good news in this, but there's a, it's for yeah. sure. Like we're going to sound negative because overall yeah. this was like, we, if this was a trade, we lost, I think we masters lost a little bit. In yeah. This, yeah. This sure. around. Um, I, go ahead. Taylor. I think one of the things that I look at this and am like the most worried about is, you know, this year they had 40 athletes on the floor for every event. You went, well, I guess except for the snatch, but you went with the females of your age group as well every time. And so now are they going to have 40 people on the field and have it be two age groups, men and female, men and female? And that from that my, might be from my standpoint, though, I don't like that. Like, I already didn't like that I was watching, I was tr- watching you, obviously. And I knew two people in the 45 to 49 division that were women that I didn't watch at all because I was watching you. And like from my standpoint, I would have loved to be able to cheer for them a little bit more and watch them a little bit more. But I never got that opportunity because I was on the other side of the rig watching you. Um, So if they keep adding up all these age groups together, I mean, that's really going to change a lot of it, too, because you're just not going to have the same... 
it's just not gonna be the same value of the of the production either yeah i mean so where's the answer um I don't do know. We I'm get, hoping do we that have, I, have I mean, because I feel like they're just pushing us through. They put 40 people in a heat for the run. They yeah. put 40 people in the heat for the like swim. They put 40 people in for the, for the, you know, the, um, bar muscle up and mm-hmm. skier. I mean, you got everybody out there for the double. So it's like, yeah, they're just, they're literally cramming us together and putting, throwing us through. I have a so, couple answers. You said, what is, what's the answer? Yeah. I think I've got, I've got the answer. <laughs> All right, let's Hit hear me it. With it. Um, okay. So one answer would be like I think the the furthest it should go in my mind would be like if it was going to be a separate event for Masters versus the Games I wanted in the same let's just take Madison I want them both at Madison and mm-hmm. I want them like within weeks of each other so maybe week one weekend number one like the is, first weekend is and then- Masters and teens then there's a couple off days. Then it's like media day, check-in day, and then it goes into the individual and teams like later, like more mm-hmm. like this year, but more of a break in between. I'm going to throw the flag up for one thing because for us, that means we're two weeks in Madison, potentially. Yeah, so okay. like, us, can, yeah, that'd be like, like a week and a half. Of yeah, at least. And so that's really hard on, the, on like other people too, because we're maybe one of the few people that ran into that this year, but more people are going to run into that. Yeah, I'd say we're in the minority there. It's not unheard of. Um, I, to some extent, that's just, that's just my negative comment on that because like I didn't get to travel with Matt to like check in and everything because of work and stuff. And so, I mean, that would be really, it's, that's a week and a half of vacation is a hard, Oh, for sure. For that. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. No, I have have an answer too, but what's your, um, my second one is that the timeline, earliest timeline to make a decision seemed like three to four years when Dave Castro said it being its own event, (laughs) this is, this is like. I'm going to not have the most important information here, but like there are chances for the masters to like, I mean, if you need, if it's too much stress on the system, then the system needs to have more devoted towards the masters, which means money needs to come in for Dave to grow his team, yada, yada, yada. So like if the masters, which they've said, I mean, there are ways, you know, let's say, let's say CrossFit HQ did one of those online competitions like lift, move, work, and they did it just for masters. And it's like, if we raise $30,000, the masters has 20, that like, that would probably happen. Mm-hmm. Just put a goal. Like, so that I know that, um, this is a very high level answer, but literally in, instead of cutting the masters in four years to a different thing in teenagers, building up the system with that requires money and revenue. Mm-hmm. And it's going to require, um, initiative outside of CrossFit HQ. Which I think it's and more doable in the masters division than even just the elite individual division yeah. because of the the pe- size, number of people that disposable si- income. Yeah. And I think um, you know there are a couple masters groups that are trying to make that happen, like the Legends Masters Comp and their um, Masters Fitness Collective. Mm-hmm. Is that or yeah? But they don't have teens though, so it's no, like it's, no. But I'm saying I'm saying there are some of those some of those groups that are trying to branch out and become like CrossFit affiliated events and things like that, or become more yes, visible yes. in the CrossFit eye. And so maybe showing that there is such a huge interest in this kind they, of stuff. They absolutely are. We'll continue to show CrossFit and, like you said, Teddy, maybe even give them different outlets of ways that they can but, build. But reach and sponsorship dollars. Oh yeah, and uh, you know just locations and equipment it's just not it's incredible things what they're doing i mean i'm 110 percent behind that organization i can't go this year because of because because of other obligation but it's like you know i made it into that and i, I would be there in a heartbeat and mm-hmm. 
it's just but it's you know admittedly they would say themselves it's not the same no but i'm saying what i'm saying is there are groups that are Mm -hmm. showing the initiative that teddy's talking about and hopefully in the next few years they'll be able to interweave into crossfit a little bit more and continue to grow that and there's like the teens they have the teen pit ranch throwdown or there's some of the teen things too that are trying to build that for the system, so kind well, of Teddy's just, idea might be able yeah. to mesh a little bit. That might be a they're, good they're way. They're passionate to- people working on the problem, not directly building yes. the CrossFit. If we could yeah. channel that into Correct. a more direct, I don't yeah. think I don't think CrossFit really wants to let it go. You know, my initially when you know Legend started to get going pretty good, I thought we were, we started kind of thinking, hey, what if they get to buy it or whatever, just take mm-hmm. you know, that off of CrossFit hands? But they want our money. No, and I'm that's not a lot saying of money that they, they, they dish off. They can't separate that. I'm not saying they are, but that was one <laughs> school of thought was branch off yeah. teens I'm, and masters and adaptive to a, a to a separate group, you know, and then they can only then they can focus on what they really want to do as individuals and teams. But it's like that's no, they're not going to do that because they want the money. No, but I'm not I'm not suggesting that either. I'm saying like Teddy's saying if you need people to come into CrossFit outside of CrossFit, come in and offer these solutions and things like that. And there's a lot of divisions right now of masters and teen competitions that are making those moves and could potentially be those people to help crossfit grow the masters and help them yeah. like teddy said generate more revenue have people dedicated specifically to masters and teens instead of having you know an entire team for every division at the games so like that kind of stuff might you know as these competitions get bigger and you know hopefully be able to mesh and it seems like billionaire bob and stuff they do have some conversations with like the affiliate people or some of the mm-hmm. higher CrossFit yeah. people. And so that hopefully will continue to grow that interest and continue to show that like this needs to be together. How do we make this work for everybody? We need our own, the age groups and teen, you know, masters, they need their own liaison. Basically. I need to hear more about billionaire Bob. <laughs> he sounds like okay. this, the fix where, yeah, you it may sounds far fetched, but that's like, but you may not, it may not need to be this much. Okay. Number one, we're coming out of, you know, CrossFit in a down cycle. So they were severely understaffed for last year. Um, you know, they, they wouldn't have been able to handle, you know, through COVID. There's, there was, I think everybody's on the same page like, holy cow, we need to rebuild this back. Um, this year, obviously, you know, staffing was an issue. Um, you know, again, again, this is a massive event. It takes a, a, a ton of people to do, do this. But I, I think if you can fix the staffing issue, what about 15? Mm-hmm. Not 20, not 10. 15 gets you more people in that group. So there's more scores to kind of throw a kink into, mm-hmm. you know, maybe getting into the top 10. It's better than 10. And you said 40 people were on the field at all times. Now, 15 men, 15 women, whatever that, whatever that might be, you get fit them on the field with a little bit, even bit more space and still kind of run in those mm-hmm. same time domains. Because, but you don't have twenty in there. Where I mean, literally, I was like, if you stick a step to the right during a double under, I was hitting hand on a on a on a sorry on a football field. So yeah. think about that: forty people, too many. Thirty might be a good number. Fifteen, fifteen, I'd be okay with that. Like what I was saying is, I don't go like going from twenty to ten. Yeah. Fifteen sounds fair to me. Do three heats of five and have Dave mess around with having just five person heats so he can just create <laughs> yeah. it. Blah, blah. That's right. how you got to sell it to him. Be like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I mean, that's but it would work. So if you were to take taken fifteen of us instead of twenty of us, and you look through the workouts that we did this last year, as you know, you know, take mm-hmm. my negative thoughts away from some of the programming, um, it it would work. 
Yeah. So, you know, it, it, yeah, I'm just, you know, whatever. More I'm just throwing, more throwing stuff at the wall and seeing stuff. what, yeah. seeing what yeah. sticks. But I, it certainly seems like it would work. I guess my point, and I think, Taylor, you were picking up what I was putting down, was that um, to just count on CrossFit HQ and no masters don't, they just put in ideas but don't do the effort or money behind mm-hmm. it. You're probably going to get closer, you know, 20 to 10 and then 10 to different games. Like if you let yeah. that just happen. However, if a five-year window and all the masters came together and somehow, or billionaire Bob was like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to start a broadcast business for masters CrossFit competitions. He comes to Dave Castro. It's like, yo, I'll do all the money. I'll put up all the money for the broadcast, but I keep this money to make it a business. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. That's increasing his quote unquote systems capability so that's what i was like saying yeah put maybe. power to the people like and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be that big of a of a thing but if you that's a, a, sim, a much much smaller version of that would be how they did lift move work but let's say they did lift move work just for masters yeah. and masters just turned out and blew people away and let's say this lift move work gen pop raised twenty thousand dollars and the masters one raised two hundred thousand dollars then they go whoa okay this is clearly something if we work something out here we can increase the capacity of the system to accommodate might be the wrong word there Mm -hmm. masters and teenager athletes at the games during the games that's that's Mm -hmm. and you've got several years in theory you're out here you got some issues you got to work through there with that oh, one but for but sure that's, that's that's the long-term vision yeah. big picture yeah. um let's let's switch gears let me throw this out there what if you had kept the same 10 people at the games per division but you had a 30 person semifinal in person at the crossfit semifinals aka like west coast classic had masters in the morning teams in the afternoon elite individuals at night and you had 30 and it was an in-person at a crossfit semifinal what and the trade-off being keeping 10 at the games versus the other option would be 20 at the games but all online i like that better first version no i mean if if they're gonna stick with 10 and they can make a semifinal in person i mean that's a total game changer I, I mean, it's still not the greatest because I still think that 10 people is too many to find the fittest on earth. Yeah. There's just not enough difference between that. Um, but at least then your season wouldn't be entirely online, you know? Right. Like that's the crappy part. You have a- <laughs> So yeah, positive and negative. Positive, awesome. You know, now I'm more excited mm-hmm. about a semifinal because I get to go to a, you know, like a, lo- a high level local competition of my of my- somewhat of my choice you know mm-hmm. one of the four where it's like they kind of did mm-hmm. last year for individuals and teams so that would be awesome that would be worth the pain put yes, it that way for sure but again it's still a bit it's still giving me some it's still giving us some pain like we yeah. still have an extended season again we've got another level of intense competition to get to the game yeah. so uh and then we're still at the end at the, at the 10 number which like I said, that's just my biggest thing yeah, 10 which, is which, not which, enough to yeah. find the fittest on earth okay so I, f- I feel like they're just they're literally just throwing something out there because they have to kind of give us something so like all right let's give them 10 let's give them 10 slots and that's you know it, it's it, to me it seems like yeah, like we always have been, kind of like the the last decision. You know, we somebody that we have to kind of kind of fit in here. But I do like the opportunity to join everybody in a semifinal. It's like mm-hmm. you know, why does why do they get to go and we don't? And and to be honest with you, think about all the downtime that they had yeah. at these semifinals because we were at the West Coast Classic, 
they only had individuals and only had teams and there was some downtime it, it flowed Huge nicely downtime. you know what would have been nice was to have more than 20 minutes between events Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Right. The that semis- would have been huge to have. Yeah. From a logistics and broadcast standpoint, the semifinals, in our experience, have the exact opposite problem of the games. It is yes. not enough content, content for the time period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, or, and I don't, I don't want to say there's not enough legit, like there weren't volunteers sitting around twiddling their mm-hmm. thumbs, but for content wise, yeah. way too much time for the little content. They needed more yeah. for sure. Games, it's totally opposite. But So if you throw. Well, yeah, now nah, well, you change that changes things because you've got thirty people per age group and teens. Well, and I think a, what I think what would happen was each age group would go to a different semifinal, right? So forty-five to forty-nine men and women would go to West Coast. Forty to forty-four men and women would go to Granite Games. You know what I mean? Where you could, I mean, you could make it. Yeah, you could, you could do it that way. It so that way somehow, you don't yeah. have thirty of every age division, but that way you you could space them out elsewhere. Yeah, um, and you know, give them the opportunity to compete that way. So, yep. So there, there are two groups here. They have it split up 14, 15, group one, 16, 17, group two, 35 to 39, 40 to 44, 45 to 49. You could split those into two semifinals. You can split it into then two. Correct. You have 50 and above, which so, you yeah, could split you into could more split semifinals. Those, yeah. So at each one of your uh, semifinals, you had some You would only have one some, age group. Yeah. You'd have like, or, you know, whatever, but something yeah. like that. I mean, yeah, they could make that work. I mean, I, who knows? I don't know. Maybe they even tried to do something like that. And the, the, ch- the chosen ones of the semifinals weren't hip to it. I don't know. I mean, you know, they, they could have brought that up to West Coast and they're like, oh no, <laughs> we're not, there's no way that well, we like, could logistically yeah. put that together. I mean, West Coast, like originally, but the I was going to say, they're, West Coast is used to like a Wadapalooza setup. Yeah, that, their original. Know? So. Correctly. That's still way better than Wadapalooza. Yeah, they they have like Logistics. RX and scale divisions when they were when they were yeah. running, like almost like the regionals. I think they might even have had other competition going on at the same time. And just a different they might have side. I think I remember they something did, going on. I think somewhere. they did one year. They did something like that. I'm ninety percent sure that the original edition of the West Coast Classic was going to have community age. Oh, it was Matt yeah. qualified. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> so you know that they wanted to COVID. Have. He eventually got his money back. Any, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Matt, I think you dodged my question. So I'm going to put it to you a second nope. time. Yep. Option one. Option one is 30 people qualify for the semifinals per age group. And it is an in-person competition mm-hmm. like the West coast. And only 10 of those make it to the games. Option two, 30 semifinal participants again, but an online competition 20 make it to the games hmm. which do you prefer <laughs> i'd st- i'd still go with live competition so i'd be i'd be option okay. two 30 yeah. online for a semi-final yes 20 option two okay option <laughs> two <laughs> on the record 30 and that's all i wanted i just wanted to in person sure and, tw- and 10 and only 10 go to the games you know at least you get to see the people together and like them competing you know, you like even from a from a viewership standpoint, you get to watch those people compete, and you know who they are—the top ten that get to go. You know, if, the, if you're online doing, you know, no one's no one's checking masters on online. So if there's thirty of them there and twenty of them get to go to the games, it's like I, you just wait to see who yeah, you know, on paper on paper who get who made it. Option one: twenty make it to the games, but there's no live broadcast on YouTube. Option two. 10 make it to the game, but there is a live broadcast. Hmm. Uh, I uh, hate I'm, no yeah. live broadcast. I'm going to go with live broadcast. Also. Uh, they did that one year, um, 2019. I think it was. Yeah, well, it was like, that was uh, the year they had so many individuals yeah, at the games. Yep. 
I thought that was terrible, by the way. Well, yeah, there was a ton of complaining going on that one. Yeah, that was not good. And Everybody I, was like, I why don't aren't think the that's... teens? It came from the teen side more, I think, more so than the masters, I think. I, I don't know, though, because a lot, of, I mean, people, I how agree. many people? I, I think we're all in we're agreement. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> not to mention, like, potential revenue. Not if, oh, I'm not yeah. sure if Matt, but you got to go broadcast. Yeah. So um, we've got about 15, we're going to go for a full hour today, folks. For, so we got about 15 <laughs> minutes left before we got to wrap up. Um, what, I, and I've got, a, I've got a lot of different questions. Do you have any, like, I mean, we've, we've gone a couple different directions. Uh, let me throw out, like, there's because you're answering this question as an athlete, a competitive games athlete yourself as an individual. But then there's the um, like how I think about things because I'm not quite that athlete. Uh, it's like what's good for the game. We're gonna be so, starting yes, 2022. Yes, we are. We are working our way there. We're working our way there, people. But um, so like I guess I have the privilege of not having that bias, and so I'm always like, what's good for the games? Mm-hmm. Like grow the games. Do you think similar to how quarterfinals expanding to the top 10% got more people involved, both for, um, like you gave the Courtney example earlier, um, grows the games, CrossFit's on a mission to change 100 million lives, it gets more people involved, hits the bucket. Do you think this 30-person semifinal for each age group has the same sort of ripple effect? Obviously, it's less people, but it's it's encouraging. There's going to be more people that are vying, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you think that is fair to say and is that a positive impact it's going to be hard to measure because i think we're going to have really good numbers this year i think it's going to be just because the noble and the and the i think the you know the optics of what it looked like last year got real people excited it was great feedback from the games levels all that kind of rolls downhill so i think we're going to have great numbers in the open you know you're obviously the you're going to get more people that you know because you're you're, you're mm-hmm. in a gym where you're working out with people you're gonna know those people to go to quarterfinals and then you know obviously you're you're hopefully knock on wood you're gonna have some people that that qualify for semifinals so is it measurable by them adding semifinals does that cause the ripple effect or is it because of the population or the popularity of the sport doing well again new ownership new things coming in new sponsorship that causes that ripple. I don't know. I would say that that would make a bigger impact on people. So that's that an isolated, if we isolate that little chunk of it, it's a positive for the net effect. Yeah. So, I mean, the year 2019, when I was individual, my grandma came to the games and um, I was like, oh, I was like, we need to go watch the Masters. And she's like, oh, like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And, <laughs> even, her, even her grandma didn't want to watch us. And, See? But the thing was, is when we got there, she was like, uh, these. Like, she's like, all these people have white hair. They're just like me. Like, she didn't realize, you know, how, like, cool. And she's like, this, like, she enjoyed it. Like, we sat there and watched a couple events um, because she was like, this is awesome, you know? Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, like, it is, it's actually, the, it's harder it, to imagine the Masters Games is, athletes yeah. than it is, like, the elite mm-hmm. individual athletes, yeah. like, looking at them. And so, I think from that standpoint, like, I mean, even, so this year at semifinals, we had, like, you know, Steve's parents there. Um, and I don't really think they're like super into fitness. They're definitely, they definitely don't do CrossFit, anything like that. Big, big Steve is a, is a fitness fan. Yes. For sure. Oh no, he he loves fitness. What I'm saying, I don't think they do a lot of like fitness themselves, which, you know, nothing wrong with that, but I'm saying that, well, I do find something wrong with that. (laughs) Another podcast. Um, but I'm saying that if they see people their age, there doing things, it's like, oh, if they can do that. I can do X, you know what I mean? And I think it gives you a goal and not that they would want to be that level, but you know, you have all these 
you know, people's parents coming to this. And if they see someone that is similar to them doing these incredible feats of strength or skill or whatever, I think that would make a difference. And I think that would get people into the door um, because literally everybody on the team, um, none of our parents do CrossFit. But, you know, you see someone... Yet. Yeah. <laughs> but you see someone your age doing it and it makes you feel like you could be more part of the community. Could not agree more. Um, it's hard to even like um, truly understand the impact of what you're saying unless like you've gone and seen mm -hmm. the masters. So like if you haven't to the person listening, like it's I totally retweet, retweet, retweet what you just said. Yeah. And like um, I'll pivot here to like Justin Berg was on Talking Elite Fitness with Sean Woodland and Tommy Marquez, and he they're like asking him a bunch of questions about growing the sport, yada yada. He had experience in professional golf beforehand, mm -hmm. and he's like guys, at the end of the day, like CrossFit as a company is not on a mission to make the top PGA professional golf tour association, blah, blah. We are on a mission to change 100 lives through the power mm -hmm. of health and fitness. This masters, all these age divisions, even teenagers, it's, this would be hard to measure, but in a sense, that's a potentially much bigger lever to, mm -hmm. to get to that hundred million life mission yeah. than the elite individuals. I um, agree. So that's that's solely why they can't and they won't, in my opinion, get rid of or like you have mm -hmm. another group come and take this away. It's Correct. it's here, it's it's here to stay no matter what. Them. And I think that being said, too, like you see a lot of um, even some of like the teen success stories that are like these big teenagers or, you know, now they're like in their 20s that are amazing at CrossFit. They got into CrossFit because of, you know, they wanted to. I mean, even from a standpoint of learning to eat right, learning to eat more food, being comfortable in your own skin. Um, I mean, that's a big thing you hear with a lot of these girls in CrossFit. They were so, they're, you know, always kind of muscular, so uncomfortable in their skin. They got into CrossFit and it helped change their mentality. Like, it's okay to be muscular. It's okay to do this. I'm surrounded by these strong women all the time. Um, and that's maybe changing lives in a different way than losing weight and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's changing lives and the fact that your mental health is better. You feel, you know, physically better things like that too so i think that is huge for the sport of crossfit to show these people like hey this is normal you don't need to feel like an outcast or an outsider totally agree no. we're 50 minutes in so like only three <laughs> people are going to hear this but maybe the biggest thing maybe the biggest thing that we haven't even talked about yet is um they're talking about all these decisions now in five years, the mat. I mean, Sean Sweeney retired the other day. He says, I will compete in the Masters till they put me in my grave. Yeah. We had James Hobart competing in the Masters division. Dan mm -hmm. Bailey would have if he didn't um, test positive for COVID at the games. Mm -hmm. So we have these, the Masters has its stars in place today, but it's also getting like a big, Chase Ingram said he's going to compete next year. Yeah. Maybe he makes the games. You're going to have a lot of high profile athletes entering the arena which mm -hmm. totally changes the game correct that's true too totally taylor's only got four more seasons i know yeah, but getting you, there getting yeah, old <laughs> yeah but uh you know we also have the chris harbison yeah track of yeah no kidding being just 37 and just being an elite team athlete yeah <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> the backcountry um i don't know backcountry uh backcountry crossfit our, our buddies that were at west coast and the games um, they had the team mom, I don't know her name and I'm going to, but she was in, yeah, the, she, she was in her forties. Yeah. That short had, blonde girl. Uh, yeah. She was in her forties. I can't yep. remember her name either, but she had a couple kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they, uh, yeah. That she's was, awesome. Yeah. 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 I'm friends with, even uh, Invictus had, um, Jen. Yeah. Ryan. She was, a, she's, she's 40. Yeah. I was going to say she's she way, was 40 at least up her thirties. The only reason least. she can, no, she was 40. The only reason she competed 
uh, team this year was because she forgot to submit her score for one of the one of the uh, <laughs> oh individ- or the quarterfinals for Masters. So. Yeah. So that. I, 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 no, you have well again. You have what you thought was a young sport, which isn't young anymore. So now you have these these folks that were competing when it first started. They're hitting. They're still doing CrossFit, and mm-hmm. they are hitting the Masters ages, and they're and we've got such a good group in the young twenties. They can't necessarily compete on an individual level anymore. Mm-hmm. So you're getting all these good athletes rolling into the Masters divisions. It's it's pretty Keeping it's pretty it neat. Exciting. The yeah. the revenue the the games in CrossFit the sport it had it's not a non profit. You got to make money to to run it and do yeah. to go from ten to twenty and all this stuff. The profit or money that's made is def a big factor is the level of competition the better more competitive athletes there are the more money you make but i'd say that especially right now at the stage of the sports and the personalities are the are a bigger money maker than mm-hmm. the the inher- like you don't get a sport where matt fraser like you know matt, like I, my friend was watching the crossfit documentary he's not a crosser he's like matt fraser he talks like rob he's like rob gronkowski's cousin or something like the way he talks like, Fuck this, and like da, 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 this and this and that and that's like a big thing that you don't get yeah. other sports and that's all the sponsorship dollars and so like as the masters get more athletes mm-hmm. with historical street cred you know when velner is velner like let's say 15 years velner is 45 whatever mm-hmm. it is like he has a chance to train a lot less harder but still be in the space and make a lot more money because if he's still, if he's mm-hmm. got a million Instagram followers then, and his, his audience is a bunch of yeah. masters athletes that have money to spend. And he's like, yo, use my code. And it's mm-hmm. not like a 25 year old broke CrossFit kid. You know? Yeah. So there's, there's lots of revenue and attention that mm-hmm. the masters, whatever I would, as we wrap up here, I was listening about the adaptive athletes. This will be a little preview of our yeah. next episode. But um, I have it on Goodword. I just Ty Marquez said he's like I know that they have people behind the scenes that adapted divisions know the metrics that they need to hit yeah. to get a from semifinals to games mm-hmm. or to get a division in the open. Like yeah. you can't have a games division if there's only ten people in the world competing Correct. in this division. Yep. And so what I was saying is that Tommy says that there are people behind the scenes working on the problem mm-hmm. that have the metrics from CrossFit HQ. If you get this many people to sign up for the open, we'll give you a semifinal. Yeah. It sounds like the masters could, yes, could maybe yeah. put together some people idea. and be like, Hey, CrossFit HQ, like we know things are changing, but we just want to open the conversation. How many people, you know, how many open registrants in this age division? How many more do they want? We had more than half the open registration well, last year. Well, that's I, I'm, like the, over 150,000. They, for masters games athletes taylor's still playing her entry fee for the games so we need more we need more people <laughs> right. more and more and more but it'd be nice um to like hey how many were there yeah and how many would what's the next level like how Correct. do we level up or how could we get how how many people do you need to sign up for the open in the 45 to 49 year old male division to add five support staff just yeah. for the masters right and just having that um it doesn't have to be like sign the contract to your crossfit hq yeah. but just give us some number Ooh, right. didn't fade out. So let's um discussion about the uh 2020 master season kind of wrapping up here, but we could we could go on. We could do we could go two on more forever episodes. for sure. Really Taylor, do you want to give us a little preview of what's coming up next? Yeah, so uh next we're kind of be touching into the adaptive division. Um one of my good friends from swimming at SLU just competed at the um Wheelwad CrossFit Games, and so he uh, is gonna hang out with us next week. All right. Our first 
guest that is not well i guess this is it's, it's gray area. she's not our first guest yeah it's not our first guest but it's gonna be it's our second remote guest we had mara yeah. on as a remote yeah, which was, was a part phone of call she's part so. of the team hopefully we, won't have to, hopefully we won't have to call tom back i would, in the middle of a podcast <laughs> yeah. i i feel like it's our it's for, yeah i agree know. first yeah. guest for yes. sure right. so so we're excited about that um what's our outro pearl jam the eagles what is the- <laughs> <laughs> teddy you're gonna get fired <laughs> Oh, All right, folks, we shall see you on the next cast.